All right, y'all, if you're joining us on the podcast, let me tell you right now, we are live. That's right. We are we are live up in this room and we are getting ready to join our video live stream users over on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. We are literally everywhere. And I'm going to read the Christmas story out of the Bible. And I want you guys to tune in with me as we go through Matthew chapter one and Luke chapter one, and we're going to read the Christmas story word for word. No commentary added. This is what we are doing today. We are live over on the podcast channel over on Podbean. We are live right here on social media, and I want to welcome you to our annual Christmas live stream with Ignite Life KC. I don't know if any of this um I don't know if any of this audio is working so make sure you get in the chat and you give me a merry christmas shout out over here on um over here on our chat so this is what we're doing today we are gathered together here today to read god's word out of matthew chapter 1 and i'm going to start with the names in Matthew chapter one, as we read the Christmas story together. Some of y'all are joining us on the audio channel over on Podbean. Some of y'all are joining us by video using our streaming software. Let's get into it today. We're not trying to get anything from you. We're trying to get God's word to you. That's why we're here today. So we are on the air right now <coughs> to read the Christmas word with you today. So let's get to it, my friends. Matthew chapter one, and we're reading out of the NLT, the record of Jesus's ancestors. Let's get it. This is the record of the ancestors of Jesus, the Messiah, a descendant of King David and of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, his, their mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Amenadab. Amenadab was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz. His mother was Rahab. Boaz was the father of Obed. His mother was Ruth. Obed was the father of Jesse. Jesse was the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon. His mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. Solomon was the father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was the father of Abijah. Abijah was the father of Asaph. Asaph was the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was the father of Jehoram. Jehoram was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. 
Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh was the father of Amos. Amos was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jehoiachin and his brothers born at the time of the exile to Babylon after the Babylonian exile. Jehoiachin was the father of Shealtiel. Shealtiel was the father of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel was the father of Abiud. Abiud was the father of Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. Azor was the, Azor was the father of Zadok. Zadok was the father of Akim. Akim was the father of Eliud. Eliud was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Mathan. Mathan was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary was the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Let's continue. Matthew chapter 1, verse 17. Let's go. All the all those listed included 14 generations from Abraham to King David, 14 from David's time to the Babylonian exile, and 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah. All those listed above included 14 generations from 14 generations from Abraham to King David and 14 from David's time to the Babylonian exile and 14 from the Babylonian exile to the Messiah, the birth of Jesus, the Messiah. Now, this is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother, Mary, was engaged to be married to Joseph. While she was still a virgin, she became pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiance, was being a just man decided to break the engagement quietly so as not to disgrace her publicly. As he considered this, he fell asleep, and an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to go ahead with your marriage to Mary, for the child within her has been conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people for he will save his people from their sins. All this happened to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and he will be called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what an what the angel of the Lord commanded. He brought Mary home to be his wife, but she remained a virgin until her son was born, and Joseph named him Jesus. Now we're going to go over to the book of Luke, chapter 1. I think we're only going to do Matthew and Luke. So John chapter 1's in there, but it's not really the Christmas story. So um, if you want to read John chapter 1 in your free time, hey, go for it. That's what we're here for, to give you these Bible bites into God's Word. Introduction. Most honorable Theophilus, many people have written accounts about the events that took place among us. They use as their source material the reports circulating among us from the early disciples and other eyewitnesses of what God has done in fulfillment of his promises. Having carefully investigated all of these accounts from the beginning i have decided to write a careful summary for you to reassure you of the truth that all of you were taught the birth of john the baptist foretold it all begins with a jewish priest zachariah who lived 
when Herod was was king of Judea. Zechariah was a member of the priestly order of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all of the Lord's commandments and regulations. Go down. They had no children because Elizabeth was barren, and now they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week, as was the custom of the priests. He was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary and burn incense in the Lord's presence. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. Zechariah was in the sanctuary when an angel of the Lord appeared, standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was overwhelmed with fear, but the angel said, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for God has heard your prayer and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to name him John, for you you will have great joy and gladness, and many people will rejoice with you at his birth. For he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or hard liquor, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth. And he will persuade many of Israelites to turn to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and the power of Elijah, the prophet of old. He will precede the coming of the Lord, preparing the people for his arrival. He will turn... the the hearts of the fathers to their children, and he will change disobedient minds to accept godly wisdom. Zechariah said to the angel, how can I know this will happen? I'm an old man now, and my wife is well along in years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. And now, since you didn't believe what I said, you won't be able to speak until the child is born, for my words will certainly come true at the proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he couldn't speak to them. Then they realized from his gestures that he must have seen a vision in the temple sanctuary. He stayed at the temple until his term of service was over, and then he returned home. Soon afterward, his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the six months, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. 
Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be frightened, Mary, the angel told her, for God has decided to bless you. You will become pregnant and have a son, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor, David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can I have a baby? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby born to you will be holy and you and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. Sorry, that was probably really loud. People used to say that she was barren, but she's already in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant, and I am willing to accept whatever he wants. May everything you have said come true. And then the angel left. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea, to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth at the sound of Mary's greeting. Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, You are blessed by God above all women, and your children is and your child is blessed. What an honor this is that the mother of my Lord should visit me. When you came and greeted me, my baby jumped for joy the instant I heard your voice. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said, the magnificent Mary's song of praise. Oh, how I praise the Lord, Mary responded. How I rejoice in God, my Savior, for he took notice of his lowly servant girl. And now generation after generation will call me blessed. For he, the mighty one, is holy and he has done great things for me. His mercy goes on from generation to generation. To all who fear him, his mighty arm does tremendous things. How he scatters the proud and haughty ones. He has taken princes from their throne and exalted the lowly. He has satisfied the hungry with good things, and he sent the rich away with empty hands. And he has helped his servant Israel. He has not forgotten his promise to be merciful. For he promised our ancestors, Abraham and his children, to be merciful to them forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her own home. Now it was time for Elizabeth's baby 
to be born, and it was a boy. The word spread quickly to her neighbors and relatives that the Lord had been very kind to her, and everyone rejoiced with her. When the baby was eight days old, all the relatives and friends came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zachariah after his father. But Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. What? They exclaimed, there is no one in your family by that name. So they asked the baby's father, communicating to him by making gestures. He motioned for a writing tablet, and to everyone's surprise, he wrote, his name is John. Instantly, Zachariah could speak again, and he began praising God. Wonder fell upon the whole neighborhood, and the news of what had happened spread throughout the Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on those events and asked, I wonder what this child would turn out to be. For the hand of the Lord is surely upon him in a special way. Zechariah's prophecy then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited his people and redeemed them. He has sent us a mighty Savior from the royal line of his servant David, just as he has promised through his holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant with them. The covenant he gave to our ancestor Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear and holiness and righteousness forever. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way for the Lord. You will tell his people how to find salvation through the forgiveness of their sins because of God's tender mercy. The light from heaven is about to break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide us to the path of peace. John grew up and became strong in the spirit. Then he lived out in the wilderness until he began his public ministry in Israel, the birth of Jesus, Luke chapter 2. At that time, the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the entire Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, his fiancée, who was obviously pregnant by that time. At the And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She wrapped the baby... She, where am I? She, oh, she wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the village inn. 
the shepherds and the angels. That night, some shepherds were in the fields outside the village, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terribly frightened, but the angel reassured them, don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news of great joy for everyone, the Savior, yes, the Messiah. The Lord has been born tonight in Bethlehem, the city of David, and this is how you will recognize him. You will find a baby lying in a manger, wrapped snugly in strips of cloth. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven praising God. Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to all whom God favors. When the angel had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, come on, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this wonderful thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They ran to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was the baby lying in the manger. Then the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary Mary quietly treasured these things in her heart and thought about them often. The shepherds went back to their fields and flocks, glorifying and praising God for what the angels had told them told them and because they had seen the child just as the angel said Jesus is presented in the temple eight days later when the baby was circumcised he was named Jesus the name given to him by the angel even before he was conceived then it was time for the purification offering as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child so his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord The law of the Lord says, if a woman's first child is a boy, he must be dedicated to the Lord. So they offered a sacrifice according to what was required in the law of the Lord, either a pair of two turtle doves, oh, two turtle doves, or two young pigeons. I wonder where we got that line in the song from, right here. The prophecy of Simeon. Now there was a man named Simeon who had lived in Jerusalem. He was a righteous man and very devout. He was filled with the Holy Spirit and he eagerly accepted the Messiah. He eagerly expected the Messiah to come and rescue Israel. The Holy Spirit had revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord's Messiah. The day, that day the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord led him into the temple. So when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord as the law required, Simon was there. He took the child in his arms and he praised God saying, Lord, now I can die in peace as you have promised me. I have seen your savior. You have given to all people. He is a light to reveal God to the nations and he is the glory of your people Israel. Joseph and Mary were amazed at what was being said about Jesus. Then Simeon blessed them and he said to Mary, This child will be rejected by many in Israel and it will be their undoing. He will be 
the greatest joy to many others. Thus, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and the sword will pierce your very soul. The prophecy of Anna. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. She was a daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher and was very old. She was a widow, for her husband had died when they had been married only seven years. She was now 84 years old. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about Jesus to everyone who had been waiting for the promised king to come and deliver Jerusalem. When Jesus' parents had fulfilled all the requirements of the law of the Lord, they returned home to Nazareth and Galilee. There, the child grew up healthy and strong. He was filled with wisdom beyond his years, and God placed his special favor upon him. Now, let's go back to Matthew and talk about the three or the wise men, because we don't know if there was three of them. But we do know that there were wise men. Matthew chapter 2, and then we will close. Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from the eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We have seen, we have seen his star as it arose and have come to worship him. Herod was deeply disturbed by their question as was all of Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious law. Where did the prophets say the Messiah would be born? He asked them, in Bethlehem. They said, for this is what the prophet wrote. O Bethlehem of Judah, you are not just a lowly village in Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people, Israel. Then Herod sent a private message to the wise men asking for them to come see him. At this meeting, he learned the exact time when they first saw the star. Then he told them, go to, go, go to, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way. Once again, the star appeared to them, guiding them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them, and they stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house where the child and his mother Mary were, and they fell down before him and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But when it was time to leave, they went from an they went home another way because God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod, the escape to Egypt. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up and flee with the child 
and his mother. The angel said, stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to try to kill that child. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother, and they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord had spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Herod, Herod was furious when he learned that the wise men had outwitted him. He sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under because the wise men had told him the star first appeared to them about two years earlier. Herod's brutal action fulfilled the prophecy of Jeremiah. A cry of anguish is heard in Ramah, weeping and mourning unrestrained. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and told him, get up and take the child and his mother back to the land of Israel, because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph returned immediately to Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that the new ruler was Herod's son, Archelaus, he was afraid. Then in another dream, he was warned to go to Galilee. So they went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what was spoken by the prophets concerning the Messiah. He will be called a Nazarene. And finally, we end in the book of John. I didn't know if I was going to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway, because even though it's not a part of the Christmas story, you need to understand where all of this is going. Christ is the eternal word. In the beginning, the word already existed. He was with God and he was God. He was in the beginning with God. He created everything there is. Nothing exists that he didn't make. Life itself was in him and this life gives light to everyone. The light shines through the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. God sent John the Baptist to tell everyone about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was only a witness to the light. The one who is the true light who gives light to everyone was going to come into the world. But although the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him when he came. Even in his own land and among his own people, he was not accepted. But to all who believed, believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not of a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan. This rebirth comes from God. So the word became human and lived here on earth among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And he was and we have seen his glory, the glory of the only son of the father. John pointed to him. John pointed him out to the people. He shouted to the crowds. This one 
This is the one I was talking about when I said, someone is coming who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before I did. We have all benefited from the rich blessings he brought us, one gracious blessing after another, for the law was given through Moses. God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but his only son who is himself God is near to the father's heart. He has told us about him. This is the message that we speak today. The message that Jesus saves. We believe that we are all sinners who are in need of a savior. We believe that we, we believe that everyone falls short of God's glory. That's Romans 3.23. We believe that we are all sinners who are in need of a savior. That's Romans 5.8. And we believe that Jesus came to save us from our sins. And I want to give you the opportunity on this Christmas night, on this very, very Christmas night, to say the salvation prayer with me. If you're joining us by podcast, or on our live stream broadcast, whichever you're joining us on, I want you to say the salvation prayer with me today. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you and I give you my life. Thank you for your life, your death on the cross, and your resurrection from the grave. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and thank you for saving me. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, amen. If you're joining us tonight, this is our Christmas live stream that we do every single Christmas day. I want to thank you guys so, so much for joining us. It is literally time for me to get up out of here. But before I do, I want to give you the opportunity to go to my website, ignitelifekc.com, and drop me a line. Tell me Merry Christmas. I would love to hear from you in the email. If you want to chat with us, we're available for chat, too. Um, you send us a message. We'll get back to you in momentarily. But what I want you to do is just get over to my website, ignitelifekc.com, and just 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 connect with us today. That's what we're here for. We're here to connect with you so that you can connect with God. That's what I'm here for. I want you to connect with God. And so just go to my website, ignitelifekc.com. It is time for me to get up out of here Thank you guys so, so much for joining us on this live broadcast and on the podcast, too. We're live streaming over on our podcast channel, too. So thank you guys so, so much. Thank you guys so, so much for joining us on this podcast. It's time for me to go. Peace. All right, y'all. Thank you, podcast audience, for joining us today. Unfortunately, on this podcast episode, I am not taking any call-ins, but I want to wish each and every single one of you a very, very Merry Christmas. And so thank you guys so, so much for joining us. It is time for me to get up out of here, and you guys have a good, good day.
And so I want to wish you guys a very Merry Christmas. It's 11 o'clock. It's time for me to go. That's what time it is here in Kansas City. Thank you guys so, so much for joining me. Hopefully I can figure out how to, um, hopefully I can figure out how to press stop. But if not, um, you guys have a great, great day. Okay. All right. All right, guys. Bye. Merry Christmas.